0: But that, that moves us to our, our second topic. Uh, and, of course, yes, you're listening to the Grind Season podcast. Uh, you can get it on the free Odyssey app. Saying it's uh, it's what do you do with the uh, the back of that rotation? Do you have to go make a move? Maybe it's not the back of the rotation. Maybe it's a major move. Ha- have what we've seen uh, the last three games changed, how we feel about the Grizzlies, you know, possibly potentially needing to go get some help? Is Danny Green the answer? We know we got the trade deadline coming up on February 9th uh what do you think i think you know last night again because you got a couple of bench guys in the starting lineup it's you know it's you, you, tyus is in there xavier tillman's kind of hard to judge you got basically nothing from the bench nobody in double mm-hmm. figures but even even the night before against phoenix they didn't get much they're 10th in the league in bench scoring uh but again maybe the problem is bigger than that saying they need to go do something they need to pull the trigger on something here before trade deadline you trade them all yeah. no, danny, danny green yeah danny green
1: i'm joking man uh I feel myself moonwalking off the edge just a little bit. They say the prayers of the righteous avail of much, man. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, you're a righteous man, yeah. basically. You know Amen. Know but no, nah, man. Um, if Danny Green is some version of what you saw last year with Philadelphia, who shot the ball very well, he's an older guy, but he's not like. There are guys in the league that are older than Danny Green. I mean, you know, what is he, 35, right?
0: I think Danny's around that. I'm pulling it up. Yeah. yeah. I believe he's around thirty five. Might be. Still
1: be. He's still wearing skinny jeans and his little denim jackets and stuff. I noticed you know, that. Still dresses
0: very young.
1: Yeah, he's still you know he still got a little swag to him. Got his you know got the uh, f boy haircuts and stuff in his head. You know he you know he's still doing his thing. But I think if you get any version of him that's comparative to the version you saw in Philadelphia, where he can knock down shots, play a little defense, yeah, cool. I, I'll take that. Because that guy might be the best wing player we have off our bench if that's who he is. You know what I mean? Just being realistic as far as guys who are ready to play in the playoffs. If if he's ready, cool. And I will say this. I've heard this um, kind of thrown out on 92.9 FM um, today listening on the radio. Listen to Giannotto and Jeffrey. And they were talking about will Danny Green be, will he play before the trade deadline? I will say a quick yes. The trade-in line is in two weeks. I think we will see whether Danny Green can play or not in the next two weeks. I think we'll see him actually on the court within that amount of time. And it gives you the opportunity to, to see what he is and if you need to make a move. And if you need to make a move, I think they need to be realistic with themselves and make a move. Like like I just said, Sacramento added guys over the summer. You added Malik Monk. Who was on crack? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a joke. Like Malik Monk was on crack. I don't know. It might not have been crack. He was on some drug. Might have been crackish. But you add they added freaking Malik Monk this offseason. They added Hooter, Herder, him, a shooter. They added somebody else too. They picked up somebody else to so shoot the ball too. But I'm just saying, I, bro. Like,
0: yeah, you uh, uh, Lyles. Like, did Lyles last they night, added,
1: night. Added your boy Lyles. Like th- that team made simple moves. Didn't really give up a lot to get these guys. They got Monk and Free AC want to say they traded like maybe a first round pick or something to get her. I mean, come on, bro. It's like you can if you if you see that you have a problem in a certain area, you're just not going to address it. This isn't this isn't uh, Professor X's Academy of Extraordinary uh Children. Like I know the development thing is cool, but you got to be ready to like this is there is a championship in sight with this team. The West the Western Conference is not good to the point where you could just well. We're just gonna sit this and out and wait till it's our turn. No, I, our turn could very well be this year. There, there's not a team in the West. Shout out to John Morant that I'm tripping about that I'm worried about. I think that if this team gets the plays to its potential. They can beat anybody in the West. Anybody in the NBA, they're that talented. But I don't think this is the year. But you could just sit back like, well, we're just focusing on development and and consistently seeing improvement. No man, we can win a championship this year. And I think that if you if Danny Green isn't the answer and you see that there are issues, you need to make a deal at the deadline. You can't be arrogant to the point where you think that this is a finished product because it's not. A deal that
0: would involve what, though, Sam? What What are you willing to give up?
1: Here's my thing. If it takes a first-round pick to put to give yourself a super solid wing player that can knock down some shots, maybe play some defense, give you some scoring, I'm down with it. Dead and whatever makes the numbers work. Off the bench, whether that's a Conchar Tillman, one of your young guys, whatever it takes to get a Malik Beasley, to get a Alex Burks, whatever it takes to get one of those guys, you need something, man. And I know that you're talking. About, I want
0: to make sure you're talking about edge work pieces and not throwing a Dylan Brooks and or on an expiring contract in a deal. No, um, I would now on something bigger. At this now. point, now you would throw you would put Dylan Brooks in there.
1: Now, if if Toronto calls me about my boy OJ and over there,
0: something bigger. Yeah.
1: I would trade, I would trade, uh, and I think I honestly think you could get in a perfect world if we're playing a video game where personalities and attitudes and chemistry don't matter. I would trade I don't think that I don't think Toronto really gives a crap. I think they're ready to blow it all the way up. I think they just want picks. I would give Toronto whatever picks satisfy the deal, whether it be two, whether it be three. I would send out lesser players to get Ananobi to make the numbers work. And I would keep Dylan and I would bring Dylan off the bench and I would start OG at the three. But we don't play, we don't live in a video game world. We live in a world where there are personalities and you know attitudes and chemistry and all those type of things. But we need to do something, Jason Smith. I can't I, I can't I can't depend on first of all. Let's talk about this. I talked about this on Twitter too. Let's talk about the fact that the guy that was the first guy we picked in the draft is ass. <laughs> Let's talk about Jake De who's terrible. That was the guy we you know we traded up for.
0: I mean, but but saying Santi was ass last year to use your to use your phrase, like
1: <sighs> Smith.
0: I mean, it, he was, last he year was we
1: were not but last year we were not title contenders coming into the season.
0: I understand that La is not ready co- to contribute to any kind of really. contention this year. I would agree with you there. But I you know I I'm with you on okay, this season if you want to count La right. up fine with that. I thought... You you know who could use
1: uh, Jake LaRavia? Penny no. Hardaway. He'd probably be outstanding I, in, the Penny, I, in the Memphis Tiger I, offense. Because, boy, he can shoot it in theory. Well, that's what they say, yeah. He can shoot it in theory, I tell you. But no, man, like, that guy's not good. Roddy's not ready for the playoffs. You, Zaire you, might be by I was going to say, you might
0: be beating up the wrong dudes, the rookies. What, what about the uh, what about the vets who not contributing
1: Zaire ain't ready for nothing. Shout out to Zaire, you ain't ready, man. No, right, I hope. Right that's now, good. Now, he had a hell of a game against Phoenix. man. That's, he looked
0: like a against, Help turn them back on. I'm telling you, yeah. Zaire, y'all count
1: now, Zaire too early. That man hit shots in the playoffs last year, bro. Yeah. Y'all, y'all act like. But Smith, y'all are acting like Zaire just came back like a few games ago. Man, Zaire been back for about two months, bro. I understand. <laughs> you, you look at the last right. two weeks; it's picked up. I don't
0: have the numbers right in front of me, but you could tell by feel. And oh, yeah, he,
1: Phoenix we, gave me what off. Phoenix it, gave me what off.
0: He did, man, and, and, and I'm telling you, it's it's there. He just needs more minutes yeah. and everything. I, I'm not telling you Zaire's all of a sudden going to turn out to be a hit with that pick. Like you spent, yeah. you you know, you spent to get him. That said, yeah. um, no, I think I, I I'm I, you can't bank on him consistently right now. You can't trust him. I, I will completely agree with you there,
1: Smith. I'm just kind of frustrated.
0: Okay. Y'all here saying he's pushing the button. He's frustrated, like I'm assuming. Many a Grizzlies fan are. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Only-
1: on. We'll have another eight, nine game win streak. We'll be hitting the gritty and we'll be. That's what I was just going to say, like, the Reds. City. yeah, we'll be doing all this stuff. It'll be hey, back.
0: me turn around, win eight in a row uh, uh, n- next week. And we're looking at this thing. We were talking about. Uh, yeah, we'll
1: play the Pelicans and get smashed on the road. <laughs>
0: uh, it'll be. So we're talking about, uh, of course, uh, what to do before the trade deadline here. But, but before we get to our final segment, so what they've got, Golden State coming up on Wednesday. And then they to finish off the season long five game road trip, they'll take on uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, a team that would love to be in the Grizzlies' position right now. They're still trying to figure things out. Although I see Anthony Edwards out here dunking on people again, uh, still can't figure them out. And and I, I, that that I, they they do not concern me. That said, they've always they always put a circle around uh the Grizzlies anytime they see them that's certainly to them a rivalry and you've got the uh the playoff history from last year so like we said hopefully the Grizzlies can salvage uh it, salvage and be winning the last two of these of these uh of this five games you go two and three on this road trip after an 0-3 start I think at this point that's about the best you could there's no question that's the best you could do um